It's the Gentleman's Review. Hello there, it's episode 12 of the Gentleman's Review. Woo. Are you all happy now today and all that? Uh, yes. Uh, well, yes. We, we are uh, yeah. doing this uh, little <laughs> podcast now from Sorby Bridge, where we are, the Sorby Bridge Rush Bearing Festival. Um, I do apologise about the sound quality. We are on the, our cheaper microphones because I forgot to bring the really good ones. Oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> that makes me a spacker of the old school. Oh, um, yes. Right, chaps, if you could be an author, what author would you be? I would be J.K. Rowling. Why is that? Because I would be fucking rich, and I'd be able <laughs> to look at myself nudie in the mirror. <laughs> what, all day, every day? Yep. Surely you could do that whether you're rich or poor. Yeah, it's a double bonus, though, isn't it? Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah. No, I, I'd be looking at, as, at myself as J.K. Rowling in the mirror, not yeah. as me. Oh, do you but see, do you yeah, see where I was going with you've that? You've got to see his point with that one, haven't but, you? But then you'd be J.K. Rowling looking at yourself. Surely it'd be just the same as you looking at yourself in the mirror. You still wouldn't be, you know. It was different for women. It'd be, it? yeah. Yeah, okay, it'd be different right. enough, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot that we all just sort of stand and look in the mirror and play with our own breasts. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know I do. Yeah. Mm. I, I'd go ding, 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 ding. Bless you all know the same song for it as well. <laughs> <laughs> you all sing to that song while yeah. you're playing with them. Yeah. And then if we're feeling really thing, it's, it's like bollocks in each hand. Dun, 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 if you're really talented, the nuts do themselves. Yeah, that's it. It's kind of well, you just kind of yeah. When you kind of get around, they start doing that that strange thing where they go up and down. Yeah. Wee. That's Ooh. weird, isn't it? Uh, Don't notice it. Uh, got yes. to, yeah, yeah, that's really weird. That you've got to look hard at them. Mm. <laughs> However, that's which that's the which author I'd be. Yeah. What about you, guys? Ooh, I think maybe uh, stick, sticking with the children's. I think I'd be uh, Enid Blyton. Yeah. Really? Why is that? Well, I don't know the fact that she was probably <coughs> rolling in it as well in her day. Yeah. She um she seemed to write books for children yet hated children. Well, that's yeah. quite funny. Yeah, that's not a good. That's not a bad thing, really. I, I yeah. think if you do like children too much, you might not want to scare them, yeah. or make them go into caves mm. and talk yeah. to foreigners who are all a bit dodgy foreigners, as we know from the Edith Blyton. Edith Blyton. Is that her sister? Yeah. And by the mm. way, we've, we've been drinking all day. Yes, which, we uh, have. which is which has resulted in this slight car crash of a, a podcast <laughs> already. I quite like it because I think we're completely unprepared for this. Hands anymore, mm. and we're all swigging from big bottles of Alcopop to keep ourselves awake. I'm not. I'm not either. I've got some very nice whiskey. Yeah, uh, it is just me and you that's going for the Alcopop. Okay, yeah. I'm, I should, just, I'm yes. just on fizzy pop. Because I'm time, a lightweight girl. By the time we get to the end of these several bottles of fizzy, sugary booze, we'll have no livers and diabetes. Wow. <laughs> Nothing like a bit of type two diabetes yep. just to end one's day. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a little, little sharpener before bed. Yeah. Would you need a sharpener before bed, though? <laughs> the whites of your eyes are <laughs> yeah. going to be as orange as your orange wicked. Oh, yes, lovely. Uh, yeah. WKD, there are other uh, brands of uh, sugary hideousness out there. Yeah, no, you've been posh going for WKD. I'm on VS, <laughs> which according to the neck thing stands for Vodka Sorted. It's the tropical flavour one, which I bought purely because it was the cheapest alco pop in the shop. Just vodka sugar? <laughs> I think so, yeah. But uh, it's not bad, actually. It's uh, surprisingly drinkable. But it was half the price of Bacardi Breezer as well. Marvellous. Oh. You only had half sugar Bacardi mm. Breezer as well. Half sugar, Ooh. twice as expensive. What's the point of that? Dear idiot. Ridiculous. That's it. Oh, I was I was quite excited this week because I saw in the news that there was a bit more of the old Shannon Matthews case coming back up again. Oh, thought, yes. Scratastic. It, it's an old favourite of ours. Mm. Um, however, all it was saying that was that uh, her mother had been uh, arrested and charged with her kidnapping, which is not really that surprising. I think it would be more interesting if they'd arrested her, uh, her mother uh, and then said, oh, it's all right, uh, we'll let you off. It's, it's perfectly acceptable to stick a small child in a divan bed in the house of a very strange man. Yeah, yeah. And I quite like the idea. It is difficult. I mean, that. I could see how they'd get her for sort of trying to extort money from people, but how exactly could they get a parent for kidnapping? 
if she had the right, really, to take her daughter wherever she chose anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, w- uh, wasting police time. Yeah, I can see yeah, I can Yeah, it would that. have been better. Uh, but kidnapping... But yeah. Yeah, you're because, saying yes. You took your daughter and you took her around to her uncle's house, and you, yeah, I'm fucking allowed. I'm a mum. That's it. <laughs> well, I don't know why. Wrongful, so, wrongful imprisonment, perhaps. Yeah. Did they get her on that? Oh, I, I, then I again, don't know. Because then again, I mean, parents are allowed to keep their kids indoors, aren't they? That's it. You can you can ground your kid. <laughs> no, uh, not in a bed in someone else's <laughs> house. Wow, well, that's possibly a little harsh, but yeah. But you can you can. Is that them attempting to bend the law? <laughs> um, Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can gra- ground your children, as they say in America, where yeah. you strap a metal strap to their arm and stick them into the ground. Mm. Uh, oh, so. I thought it was more where you got a big metal spike and hammered it into the ground and you put a, a green and yellow That's uh, what I meant, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's it. Uh, but thing, that, that's, that's the English version. Mm. Uh, in America, I'm sure the, the, it's yeah. probably a different colour, the cable. Yes, probably. I don't know what, orange. Something confusing, so that when you're using it, you can go, oh, I'm going to America, I'm going to pick on them. An electrician, but no, it's all different colours mm. over there. No, well, it's probably a different colour and voltage in each town anyway. Yeah, a bit like um, yeah. England used to be in the olden yeah. days. <coughs> oh, that's good. Because they are, of course, lagging behind us in development by several hundred years. Because yes. mm. they start America, because they started after us. Oh, yeah, from us. From us, didn't they start from, from us, sort of? Yeah, but they still started after us. Their country started after ours did. Oh, so right. it stands to reason they'd yeah. be a bit behind. Uh, and, and I will apologise to the, the, the listeners as well. If if you can hear people fading in and out, it's because the microphones are so positioned that if you turn your head to face the person you're talking to... Yeah, I keep forgetting that and turning <laughs> politely turning to face Martin to whom I am talking. And then disappearing. And then getting quiet. So. Disappearing off. I'm kind of semi, you know, equidistant between mm. your microphone... And Tom's microphone, so I think I'm all right. Possibly, yeah. Perhaps but for, for the listeners, if I did fade out completely just then, for the record, that was the funniest thing you've never heard. <laughs> in fact, it will uh, be in the Christmas tape. Uh, yeah. With <laughs> uh, the very end of the Christmas tape, you know, the bit what that's actually quite quiet and, and you can't hear anything, but mm. it'll be there. Yep. It'll, yep. As a sort of subliminal suggestion. <clears throat> it's probably for the best I was quiet then, like, because it was so funny. We'd have got sued from all of you rupturing yourselves laughing. Mm-hmm. Well, I already did. I, I actually, I actually spunked a bit. Mm. Mm. Uh, which is really you said that was rain. Well, I, you know, I mean, it's it's it's, <clears throat> it's similar sounding. It's Martin's special rain. The, pit- uh. the, the pitter patter of tiny spunk. <laughs> yeah, nice. And we're in Tom's house today, which is why it's quieter than mine. Oh, you probably can't tell anyway because we've got cheap mics. Mm. Uh, oh, I've got a very expensive mic, but everybody else has got the cheap ones. Oh, is yours your, your fancy <laughs> pants stand-up mic that you've got? Is yes. that why you were loud? Ah, well, see. I've got mine quite far back just to try so I can get the levels about right. Yeah, but yeah that's that's my friend's voice. Yeah. But, at least, but it's still uh, probably better quality than the Collings and Herring one. <laughs> Audio yeah. quality wise, audio yeah. quality, yeah, but uh, they are funnier than me. Shame. Even, even Andrew Collins. <laughs> anyway, I, what, I back can't. To, back to the authors, you two guys. Let go of this. Before, okay. No, no, no. Before you go, you have your authors. Yeah, yeah. My, my innate pedantry will not let this lie for the oh. uh, Enid Blyton. Oh. You said uh, she didn't like children. Apparently not. But she wrote loads of books for them. Yeah. I just all that says to me, she's very bad at not liking children. Well, I, th- I think it was that she... Because um, you wrote loads of books that they obviously enjoyed. Uh, not necessarily. I've worked in jobs where I've effectively done cu- work for customers, yeah. and I haven't liked any of them particularly. Yeah. Maybe it was just... You don't have to like, like someone to children. make money off them. I, I think she was uh, well documented in not liking her own children. Uh, I might have written really bad books. Or books that were sort of good up to two-thirds two of the way through and then had something really harrowing yeah. that would have given them nightmares. <laughs> what, like a book about a farmer? Do you think Enid yeah. e- Blyton used to send her children to her uncles and put them in a bed? Maybe so. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Is that... well, did, did they have divan mm. beds in those days? Were you not just stuffed under the, uh, I think the it, cast iron bedstead? It, I think mm. you, were, you were actually woven into the uh, the springs under the cast iron bedstead. What, by generations of women over years <laughs> and years? <laughs> yes. It's just a fluff under the bed. <laughs> you just got knotted up in it like a big spider. Mm. <laughs> got fluffed under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that was Sharon Matthews back from the dead, um, uh, <laughs> as, it <were. laughs> as it were, in in our podcast. Because anybody who's been listening to the podcast from the beginning will know that we've been going on about that over and over again. On and that's on it. and on. That's it. Well, today I was going to intru- in, in, also uh, introduce into the podcast the Vox Pop. However, I suddenly discovered going around today with my recording equipment that the people I was talking to were thick as fuck. <laughs> 
And that may be a, you know, a harsh thing to say. Nope, nope. I think it's probably fair. Harsh, harsh fair. But when you're trying to take them down a comedy road that they, they don't quite understand what a road is, yeah, um, it, it's quite difficult. So I, I, I've had to scrap all that. So uh, Actually, I thought the first uh, person or two you spoke to were really good. Mm. Then it they just went good. downhill from there. Mm. Yeah, but they were you, weren't they? Yes, yes, it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed to get in, into the whole thing, so I talked to these guys. Um, which is... Never know, it's a good thing. Oh, God, this this stuff's great. I've got sugar. <clears throat> so I've got the diabetes feeling. <laughs> Your fingers and toes going a bit numb. <laughs> Your breath smell of I, I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I feel it in my toes. Yeah, I, do, I don't feel it in my fingers. <laughs> diabetes is all around me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not my nose. Uh. You're a natural songwriter, you really yeah, are. I'll tell you what, me, me and Tim... Um, Pickett Rice um, would be a great <laughs> songwriting trio. <laughs> yes. Wise well, words. Yeah. If we got together. So, shall we stop Martin's rambling and ask you about your author? You can do. Thank you. Yes. Well, I, yeah, mine, mine's a bit lame now because I'd, I'd go for Jane Austen for similar reasons that Tom went for J.K. Rowling. Mm. Which is, yeah, <laughs> there's no new ground to tread there. It, it is sort of related in to the, my standard answer for the question, what would you do if you had a time machine? Um, Go back and nod Jane Austen. Yes, yes. But what if she, was she a bit of a looker then? I don't know, but that's not the point. I would do just on principle. Uh. No, what you say is that you do ugly chicks, sweetheart. No, no. <sighs> no, no, no. Don't, don't get started on that. He's making a very fair point. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain women that you just have to do on principle. Yes. Whether you wanted See? to really? or not. Tom understands. Ooh. Tom knows. What, like the Queen? No, no, do, no. Do explain, because obviously as a girlie, I'm not really getting this. No, and as a homosexual, <laughs> really, no. no. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I will come up with some examples as we go along. Yeah. Well, I've already given one, but... Well, now that's one for you. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, carry on thinking with it. Oh, no, 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 they'll come to me, don't worry. Oh, that's okay. I thought we'll come into examples then. Uh, my, my author would be... Uh, oh, sorry. Carry on. Uh, no, I was just going to say, but Martin, who would your author oh. be? But, you'd, uh, but I ended up just interrupting you starting that's, it anyway. That's so. all right. My author would be M.R. James. Why is that? The ghost story writer and... Uh, is it Cambridge or Oxford Don? I can never remember. They're all the same. Um, because he, he, he evoked a kind of very... Uh, I would say upper class uh, view of uh, Victorian England. Yeah. Um, because all the people talk like that. My God, sir, why don't you talk like like bar bar humbly? My favourite line of his was, "My God, sir, why don't you talk hardy bar?" Which I think is a classic. Yeah. Uh, all all the way down <clears throat> the line, and other other classic lines such as, "Ah, sir, you don't want to be talking that way because." And Master John went down there, and his face was melted off with the pox demon. But most of his, his stories were set in the countryside, and they, they kind of uh, the, the description of landscape mm. was probably his best uh, and uh, most worthy uh, trait. Because uh, yeah. you get lovely. Is that is that not uh, almost damning uh, a ghost story writer with faint praise, saying, "Yeah, they wrote ghost stories." The landscape in them was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> bits, of, was. bits about ghosts were shit, but the landscape yeah. was really good. Does that not make them some sort of landscape writer? He, mm. he did um, a, a great story called... Who uh, did? Like a film. Um, he, he wrote a great story called A View from a Hill. Yeah. Uh, which was a guy took borrowed his, his friend's uh, binoculars and uh, took them... Uh, well, into to the, the nurse's home. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> to look at... Big wobbly boobies, no, and took them out and about, and he just he just looked across the the fields and the valleys, and he could see this church, and then he put the 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 binoculars down. And thought, well, there's no spire there. Why is there no spire there? Yeah. That's just weird. And he puts them up again, and and what happened is these these binoculars could look into the past. Well, wow. that's it. And they were made. The binoculars were made by boiling the bones of dead people, wow, and and creating an oil and coating the lenses with them. And then, then he goes back and they find out the story about how the binoculars were made and uh, how the guy who made it was dragged down to hell by the uh, demon, well, by the kind of people he boiled the bones of in a kind yeah. of ghostly way. Fair enough. Which I thought was quite good. That, that, that sounds that, quite good, actually. That is, yeah. that is certainly, I'd read that. That is certainly oh. better than a lot of American 
uh, horror films. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And some of them are... Oh, it hurt me part of my nails, I'm afraid. Um, so they are slightly macabre, and it's rather nice. So, yeah. so yes, um, M.R. James is my author of choice. Wow. Well. Yeah, I've been oh, educated. It might be Mary Shelley, mm. either. She must oh, right. quite a lot. God, I bet she was offered tits on opium all the time. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Get it always. <laughs> From my brother and his friends. <laughs> With their club foot. Mm. Or club feet. Foot. <laughs> club foots. I have a club foot. This is a great, it is a great <laughs> club. Come to the club foots. And there they are. Is that like a, a normal foot with chicken and bacon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a skewer through it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I was thinking what? it was the sort of place that Tom would hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, are you into club feet? Yeah, yeah. I'm into feet. I'm, I'm half, <laughs> yes, I'm going to spend the evening in club <laughs> foot. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's <Yep>. good. <laughs> and I, I wish we had a camera on this week because Tom is laying on his bed. Reclining. Touching himself inappropriately. <laughs> I want to touch my neck. Can you touch your neck inappropriately? <laughs> and, and yeah, touching your bottom as well. Your neck bottom. <laughs> you. I'm glad to grope myself. Uh, I, didn't you, I didn't say you weren't. Oh, good. Yeah, did you see the programme last night with uh, uh, Professor Stan Winston in it? No. <laughs> um, <coughs> I mean, Robert Winston, of course. Um, he knows. Yeah. He knows everything. Yes, mm. and uh, it was a program about uh, club feet. Uh, it's called Super Doctors, which I was a bit disappointed about. I expected doctors that could fly, or mm. or heal incisions with laser eyes. They already have X-ray vision, so they could like save the health service millions of pounds. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Just yeah. stand there, but they'd only been using it to look at ladies' boobies. Yeah, so, well, if you could sort of create, I mean, X-rays. Can you sort? How do you focus them? Uh, Cause, because if, if you could just x-ray maybe one layer of clothing, mm. uh, would, it, would it still insist on going through the entire body and uh, making an image? Of, uh, but it, had, it would have to, because you'd have to have the... In the traditional x-ray, you would have to have the, the, the photographic plate underneath uh, one yeah. layer, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to have... If you wanted to just get through, you'd have to have it under their skin. Is it just like a radioactive pinhole camera, then? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it just like a big giant biscuit tin that you sit in? <laughs> it's, it's, I think they just so, like yeah. They bounce radiation off you. Yeah. As far as I know, that's, that's what that it is. That's essentially it, yeah. But, uh, what a shame Joanne's not here to tell us. <laughs> she could explain it. <laughs> uh, resident medical expert. <laughs> but it was quite good because, because these super doctors, or just mm. surgeons, uh, there, were, there were two ways of curing a club foot. One was to chip away at it with chisels. Which, right, yeah. which I, I always love to see. I love to see them chipping away with chisels because it's so it's so incongruous in a, in a surgeon in a, a sort of operating theatre to see a bloke sort of whacking away, um, and then occasionally doing some surgery. Yeah. But um, it, there, there was that method, and then the other method was that they simply, as a, as babies, they bound their feet, uh, not not in the kind of old Japanese style. Yeah. <laughs> not like have tiny feet. Uh, but they, they, they kind of well, they, they pushed it into into place and they they wrapped it in a plaster cast, mm. and then they stretched it in, into position Ooh. over a number of weeks, and it completely sorted out the club foot. Well, that's very clever. Wow. Because, because because I always thought club foot meant that you just had no toes. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't is, know. That, is that not it then? No. no. Apparently, it's kind of it's it, sort of deformed and a bit. It's, it's yeah, it's spacky foot. Then. Yeah, yeah it's, you yeah. can't you can't go flat to the floor. Yeah, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. that's why they have to have built-up shoe. <laughs> <laughs> there were always one kid in your class mm. that that sort of walked just on his tiptoes. He could never put his heel on the floor. Uh, and you just wanted to kick him. Did you just kick him? Did you smack him <laughs> no, around? You just sort of oh, did he call him a spacker? You, I can see in your eyes you, you did. And you set fire to him as well. I was a gentle child, Tom. Really? Yes, I was nice. shy and retiring and gentle. Were except, you? you know, when I went what home happened? and then I was seething and, yeah. and full of rage. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I used to have a kid like that at school. Fantastic. He used to just uh, go off into tantrums. Yeah. Um, about anything. Um, it was fantastic. You'd just, be, you'd just be talking to him in the yard and you'd suddenly scream and rip his glasses off and smash them on the floor and jump up and down them. <laughs> and... It we were. We, great. It was great because we we all picked up on this quite quickly. So eventually, we decided just to 
provoke him every day. So like like, like of, kids do. That yeah. kind of person does bring it on themselves. Yeah, that's it. And we he, had one a bit like that as well. We were at games one day mm. playing cricket, and someone hit the ball particularly far away, and it was his job to go and get it because it went nearest him. And while he went to fetch it, we all hid. <laughs> all of us, everyone in this cricket match, hid in the bushes at the side of the pitch, <laughs> and he went mental. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they turned up? They sort of grew up to be the person who went and hid in the toilets at parties with a bottle of vodka. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. With a man. Uh, we always thought he'd probably just end up with bodies under his floorboards. <laughs> but they, they, some of those people actually come out reasonably sane. Yeah. Which surprises me. Yeah, they're, they're always the ones that you meet in your mid-thirties and they're like the head of some really powerful corporation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you just go, arses. In their bin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nice stuff. It's been a quite a nice day today. I mean, I was surprised by the the weather earlier on where it was all sunny, but now it's raining. Yeah, it's shitty now, isn't it? It's pissing down like a big pissy piss piss. Boo. Pissy yeah. boo. Pissy boo. It's done that for the entire last month, though. I don't know how there can be any more water up there. No. Surely we've had it all. Well, or am I think? not understanding how weather works? Mm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I, I look up at the weather and think, ah, oh, you know. It's got to run out soon. Mm. You know, it's all got to be in the sea and stuff. You'd have thought. All they need to do is put a big plastic bag over the sea, so that oh, it can't go into the sky anymore. Away, yeah. That's it. That's it. And we'd not have clouds and stuff. It's not exactly been hot enough to cause that much evaporation, has it? No. I think it sort of happens generally. I had read. If you don't uh, have plastic over the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd read though that the um, the. Was it the finale or the opening ceremony of the Beijing Olympics? Yeah. They, they'd fired up these rockets to to get rid of all the water in the atmosphere, yeah. just so they um. could guarantee that he wasn't going to actually yeah. piss it down. I can't see him doing that in London. They're just going to have complimentary brollies, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> or just take people to the top of St Stephen's Tower to just to see what it's like above the fog. Yeah. <laughs> and a load of companies going, "Cool, it's a pea super." <laughs> Go blimey, governor. Any old iron. But, oh yeah, I was on the radio after the uh, supposedly countdown to 2012. No. Um, yeah, are they counting down already? Yeah. And there were these pearly kings and queens there. As if we give a fuck what they think. They go, yeah, it's, it's going to be really good for London. Go blow me, go, no. Nah, There's going to be 12,000 pearly kings and queens doing like yeah, yeah. little spoon things. Doing the lamb of well, Generally, Londoners just piss and moan about tourists. Yeah. But what we need to find now is... Well, some... when they're not fleecing them. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they take all their money and they go, ah, fucking tourists. And generally <laughs> bitch and whine and moan about them. Oh, God, yeah. But that's a weird thing. Even when I'm in London, uh, just popping down there, which I'm technically a visitor to the city because I don't live there. Even I'm walking around going, fucking tourists. Yeah. Even in that yeah. voice. Yeah. In fact, I just affect that voice as I'm going around. Fucking tourists. Every fucking way. In the back of my cab. To- asking me to go somewhere cheaply and quickly. Yeah. Fuck them. It's uh, disgraceful. Should I say? At bus stops. <laughs> we were speculating about the uh, opening ceremony for for the Paralympics that was happening today. Yeah. Saying just how much effort will China have actually gone to? Oh, fuck all uh, Yeah, for, I reckon it was just going to be two yeah. Catherine wheels nailed to a plank. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they're going to bother with it. Yeah. And and uh, the, the whatever chairman they have of this party now just stood there going, Ooh. Yeah. Because <laughs> um. I did wonder, I, I sort of assumed that China would automatically do badly in the Paralympics because they drown any funny-looking children at birth. <laughs> But apparently, yeah, apparently so, uh, they, so you were saying, yeah. yeah. According to the TV the other day, China came out top last time at the Paralympic Games. Yeah. They were doing yeah. it. So we were thinking maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I thought you were going to tell me that they deliberately maimed lots of people. <laughs> well, this is what we're yeah. wondering, yeah. Whether it's the person who comes just outside qualifying for the real Olympics and they go, oh, we're really sorry. You didn't quite qualify. Try again next time, and then miraculously, unfortunately, get run over just as they're leaving and lose a leg, <laughs> or an arm, mm. or an ear, or something, or genitals. Yeah. Don't they have? Am I just imagining this? But I'm sure the last time I saw any Paralympics, I saw running events for people that didn't have the full complement of arms, yes. Yes. and did sort of think, but 
they've still got legs. <laughs> Why yes. do they qualify for the Special Olympics? Why can they not just taught at school, stand on their yeah, own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're moving your arms like that, it makes you go faster. Yeah. If you don't have that, then you know you've got no chance. It, it does seem that they're going to have to have so many different categories mm. that in swimming, say, surely someone who's got like a leg missing or something isn't going to go quite as fast as maybe no. the deaf girl who who's perfectly able-bodied apart from not being at here. Yeah. I mean, where does it end? Do they have javelin for people that have lost a couple of fingers on their non-throwing hand? <laughs> does that still qualify you? Yeah. What scares me so. the most are the spring-legged people. Yeah, they're, they're cool, they though, are aren't they? Weird. Yeah, I think, but they, if you're going to show that on television, you should at least put the sound effects in. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to make any any really crass pun here, but with the swimming that you were talking about, <laughs> if they could actually introduce a handicapping system so that the person that's just deaf like can go with sort of two pounds of lead strapped to, <laughs> <laughs> that might even it up. Yeah. They should be volunteered to have a leg strapped up so yeah. they can't move it. Perhaps uh, and an entire Long John Silver outfit put on them with a, with parrot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but the parrot would have to be made out of. I don't know, some sort of dense, super dense dark matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's super dense. Nobody quite knows, do they? I have no idea. I talked to a parrot the other day. Did you? Yeah. That's nice. Because we've been um, building the rush cart for this festival that we're now at. Uh, www.rushbearing.co.uk yeah. And... Uh, it's uh, in the canal basin, so there's lots of boats moored, and this boat arrived midweek with an mm. uh, African grey parrot in a cage mm. yeah. on the top of it, which was just squawking and chirping and imitating all the birds <laughs> and really getting on everyone's tits. Did you teach it rude words? I didn't get the chance because <clears> it, it was too far away, but I just happened to be walking past it on the way from a friend's house, mm. uh, and it just, it just went, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had to send her right back. I couldn't not because it was just a polite thing to do. It been rude not to. I said, all right, to a parrot, what cop? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, might not have been a cop, but you still should have thought it to say twat. <laughs> it would have been looked a bit suspicious just standing by the canal boat, twat. loudly saying twat. 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 You would have just looked like one of those mad people you see walking around town. Yeah, you know the ones that have been just knocked out of the day centre a few hours early mm. and haven't got their bus home yet. Mm. Twat. It, and the people inside the boat. Oh, what's that? Another fucker trying to teach the parrot rude words. <laughs> That's it. He used to be there used to be a guy who used to stop me in Halifax. Me every time and uh every time I saw him he used to say, Have you paid your gas bill? Um and I said yes. But he would follow me. He would follow me round yeah. and he'd be just talking to me and he'd be sort of like slightly over my right shoulder. Hmm. And he wouldn't go away and I, I used to have to duck into side streets, but he would only be a few inches behind me. Yeah. Almost like, you know, you ever seen those amusing picture people put walking where they're kinda of like breast to back, walking like that. Uh, as I'm miming for everybody. <laughs> oh, God, this is good stuff. Uh, well, they would do that. And eventually, I, 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 I'd learned to run across a road because he it, scared, was scared of running across roads. Uh, well, rightly so. You're not supposed to run across roads. Everyone knows that. That's it. Screaming, kill me, kill me. But, it didn't, it didn't. but no, he was, he was a very strange man. But I haven't seen him since because I haven't seen that many mad people. Maybe he got run across. Bad habits off you. Yeah. yeah, it could be. But there was there's so many people like that. Halifax did used to have some top nutters. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they've disappeared. I don't know where they've gone. Chappy that always used to sort of have the lumberjack mm. jacket on. Mm. Who when he was sober, which was sort of like <clears throat> obviously on no pints, yeah. would just look like a fairly normal human being, albeit someone who spent thirty years down a mine or something. <laughs> yeah. So was slightly misshapen. <laughs> But after, you know, a pint or two, he would then start sort of staggering around and mm. chatting to people as if they were his friends. And after oh, yeah. three or four, we'd just go to them and swear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, Norwich had some top nutters as well, actually. Yeah. But, uh, there was a bloke who used to stand uh, just opposite the fish and chip shop and go, they made me live with Chow and Heston. Wow. He was lovely. We liked him. There was a guy where I, where I grew up, a guy called Moses, or known to everyone as Moses. Um, was he actually Moses? I, I don't think so. Okay. I could, he might have been, but yeah. I don't think so. But he used to, somehow, he had, I don't know how he afforded it or whether someone just bought him presents, but he had full riding gear. So, like, knee-high <laughs> riding boots, jodhpurs, 
a nice little sort of uh, riding jacket and a horse riding hard hat and would just stand posing in the middle of town wearing all this gear <laughs> and just sort of walking around with his with his hat and jodhpurs and jacket on. Was it all very clean clothing or was it... Um... No, it looks. I'm guessing that who, wherever he lived, someone there sort of took care of everything because he was always quite clean and well turned out, albeit in full riding gear wow, and not on a horse. <laughs> You'd have thought that they would have said to him, uh, Mr. So-and-so, Mr... Mr. Pims, mm. it's not really a good idea to be going out in, in full riding gear. Would you, would you like to put these, perhaps, casual slacks on, or, yeah. or this blazer? Because, <clears throat> you know, that would have been nice. Um, Still, it clearly you. made him happy. Well, that's it. I think I might do it myself. Yeah, you, a, sh- a, you should do. It's a, it's a look you could rock. Uh, hunting pinks. <clears throat> mm. I'm not Jeez. sure about the tight-fitting jodhpurs, though, Martin. No. <laughs> You'd probably get arrested for wearing hunting gear nowadays, though. Yeah. I, th- I don't know, holding up maybe a beheaded fox and spraying the, the blood coming from its fresh fresh neck onto children as it goes past Yeah, would be completely normal <clears throat> in a small market town uh, in the southeast. Yeah. yeah, they did that all the time. Yeah, Even now. Especially in Surrey, because I remember you saying that used to happen to you quite a lot. Oh, all the time. <laughs> you'd go out to get some, you know, get something for tea that evening on a Saturday and you'd come back caked in fox blood. Guts everywhere, yeah. just covered in guts. Mm. Which I think uh, that's the one thing that our children these days, when I say ours, I mean other people's, um, children miss out on. They don't get the, the being covered in fox guts. They don't get the being perhaps molested by strange men in the woods. They don't get to go to the gingerbread house and kill a witch. I mean, these are things that children are protected from these days, yeah. and, and they're losing everything. I mean, like their grandmother turn it being taken over by a wolf and eaten. Yeah, um, it's how they expect how people expect their children to grow up normally if they don't get that kind of stuff to form their characters in their childhood that's years. It. You, you you leave them in a wood. Uh, they come out and perhaps make a little <clears throat> track using breadcrumbs. Yeah, or bits of ch- chav juice, whichever class they happen to be. I yeah. don't know. I don't understand it really. But yeah, then they then they find the gingerbread house. Or, uh, and then they eat it, and then the old woman comes out. And uh, if they'd eaten the house, she couldn't come out, come out of anything. Yeah. Well, she's built another house in the interim. That's kind <clears> of a right. second problem. She was in the shed at Christ, the time. It took them a long time to eat the fucking house. That was that was. No, she was she was in the shed while they were eating the house. That's it. And she came out. And it's probably a big house. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Carry so, on. So yeah, they had to start eating it from the top, though, wouldn't it? Because it would collapse and then kill her. Well, I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps they, know. they left uh, like columns of gingerbread in place that would be uh, able to sustain yeah. some, some sort of gingerbread. Or maybe it's uh, some kind of yeah gingerbread prefabricated structure that you could just sort of eat in chunks without affecting the uh, integrity of the rest of the building. Maybe pa- perhaps they could have you maybe put like <laughs> sprout columns in there. Could but, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gingerbread quite... park in igloo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got to make one of those this year. In fact, I'm thinking about building a manor house out of it. That'd be great. Mm. Uh, I won't bone it down there. No, no that's, that's, uh, that's, that's just that's just been done now, isn't it? It's, yeah, you know, yeah, it's so old. Done, done to death. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it? I'm, I'm not trying to get any comedy out of this situation. Where I'm I'm, I'm going to be talking generally about this, but we yeah. have succeeded in not getting any comedy. <laughs> out of this yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's all that and everything else we've talked about yeah. so far. We are very pissed. Um, but what I'm saying is is. Um, why do certain rich people they suddenly get themselves a nice big house and then they go nuts and start shooting members of the family and then topping themselves? I do not know. I don't rather get the, the whole people that something bad happens, they think the way out of it. I, you know, I can just about, much as I don't think it's... I don't really think it's a good thing to do. I can just about understand why people kill themselves in bad situations. Mm. But how fucking self-obsessed, how solipsistic do you have mm. to be to think you are justified in killing other people because you're in a shit situation yeah. and then doing yourself in. Yeah. You sort of think, all right, if you really can't hack it, do yourself in. I'm sure they'll probably get over it yeah. and manage without you afterwards. You really don't <laughs> have to get rid of them too. I mean, at least at least if you do it, you've, you've got a chance of having a nice medieval horror type situation in your house. Yeah. Somebody's going to have a bit of money out of that when you die. Yeah, at least your wife could sell the story to the you know, yeah. 14 times or Get something. them out of debt. 
You could say it's like a demon. Yeah. Mm, or something. Say, say that he was coming back to haunt her or something. I, I, did, I did watch the new Amityville. Well, I say new, it's probably about five years old now. I can't remember. But the new Amityville horror film. And that scared the pants off me. That oh, was it good then. It's very jumpy. It's been... Yeah. Yeah. Is that why you've got no pants on, Martin? That's yeah, it. I thought there had to have been <laughs> some explanation for that. The excuse not wearing a bit weak after five years <laughs> since you saw the film. Yeah. Well, I watch it every day just to sort of... <laughs> just so you're legally covered. <laughs> you're, so, your yeah. pants are just in a permanent state of scared offness <laughs> now, are they? I've, I've got per- permanently... Uh, there are willies up me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's been the case for years, though, yeah. hasn't it? <laughs> and uh, pants have been scared off. Before the willies, of course. Uh, yeah, frightened stiff. I put at me. <laughs> but, yeah, it scared me. Um, and I was, uh, I was on the internet recently. I was looking at back, uh, other people's blogs. Mm. And I noticed a couple of people uh, on their blogs had watched the film by themselves, as I had. And and all they said that was, I'm not watching that again. Which I quite <laughs> like the, the fact that it scared so many people. Yeah, well, good job to the people who made it, if they can make it that scary. That's yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's pretty good, because I, I didn't see the original, you see. So, so I, I, I did see the original mm. as a child, and I remember laughing through it. So, there, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But on, on, on the uh, DVD, there's a, there's an entire... There's a, a, a moth. It's quite funny, because there, there, there are two um, extras on there. there. There's a very factual documentary um, description of what happened. Mm. Um to, to you know the family and the, the the shootings and everything, and then there's another one, uh, which is a slightly more fantastical, which has all the paras- you know paranormal investigators there. Has it got that midget woman? <laughs> this house is, is clean. clean. Mm. Bridget. Yes. <laughs> no, not that one. All right. <laughs> Whatever happened to her? I've seen it for ages. That film. Yeah, she was. She was. Um, she wasn't in that. No, there were there were various other people, you know, over made up women with very long nails, you know, sort of yeah. s- nicotine stained fingers, and and it's quite good because they kept they kept they kept um, having these women say, "Well, we, we went on this visit to this house, and this this and this happened." These are the paranormal paranormal investigators who've written books about mm. the house, and then there were the police there who'd gone into the house with them at the same time, <laughs> and been with them all the way, going, "Nope, none of that happened." <laughs> Yeah. So maybe they just weren't sensitive to the same. Yeah, that would yeah, be it. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> there was a, a various. There was a one photographer who'd taken a photograph and found that there was a child in the photograph looking across. Yeah, you're gonna take a kid in with you. Come on, kid. Yeah. <laughs> right, just peer around, looking. But yeah, it's all. It's so much bollocks. But it makes a good story. Mm. I've always said I like a good ghost story. Hence the M.R. James earlier on. Yeah. I do like a good ghost story. I like, I like to be frightened, even though I know it's nonsense. It's quite a nice, nice feeling. I think. Mm. Yeah. I can't get that from fiction. Mm. Really? As a kid, I did, but now, and, and with, same with films. If I go and see like a psychological thriller or something yeah. based on something real, then I might mm. start feeling that a bit edgy. But, and, and real, you know, real crime in, in novels mm. puts the willies at me a bit. But fiction, it's just you know, it can be entertainingly <coughs> written. But I don't get scared. Oh. I don't find it well, well. well. I, 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 I think I kind of hark back to how I used to feel as a kid. Yeah. Um, when I'm certainly with ghost stories and things like that, and and then, but they don't frighten me in the sort of sense of, Ooh, but they do take me to a wonderful place of slight, sort of slight. Uh, you know, I think it's I think it's a very basic <coughs> human um, trait. It's kind of left over from the olden days mm. that we have these kind of little myths and things which put the willies up us. And uh, I quite like that because you still get that little frisson from them. Yeah. Even if, if you're not, if it's something good, if they're not scaring you, they don't have to scare you. But the the idea of a haunted road or something, it, and, and being there at night is quite nice, and it's quite nice to be scared by the dark. Hmm. And I, because I, I found that recently, I was watching the extras on the uh, a Bond DVD. And probably Tom knows the one I'm talking about. It's the one for License to Kill. Oh, yeah. And they were talking about the road that they were filming on with the the big tank chase. Yeah. There. Uh, and they were saying all these horrible things were happening. Well, these weird things were happening, like tankers were running off by themselves. And this wonderful photograph taken when they'd done this massive explosion. Mm. And and the photograph appeared to show uh, a big flaming hand coming out cool. of the uh, the explosion. 
Yeah. And he put the will- put the willies up a lot of people, but yeah. I, th- I think he's just just a freak. It was just the way that the, the flyer fire had done it. But it was mm. still, yeah. Again, you, mm. for the first split second <clears> when you saw that picture, it made you go, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> even though your rational brain was going, no, it's nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> there's still a bit of your brain which goes, oh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I know what you mean because I thinking back to when I, I did used to sort of watch things or read things and be scared as a kid mm. usually with sort of bad emotions you forget them and, and good ones you keep yeah. and I also I, looking back on that I can actually recall mm. the sensation of being frightened in those circumstances yeah. as being quite entertaining that's it yeah but I, I just don't get it now so no that's, that's just a shame yeah I don't know Yeah, I mean, I, you, you can get it back I think but, uh, but you've got to really sort of push yourself into, <laughs> into that yeah. mindset but yeah. Are we going to get the sound of Andy having a whiz over the microphones? We might do. We should just explain that Andy's now gone out through the back door of my hovel to relieve himself. Perhaps, well, perhaps we can do that. Perhaps, perhaps I should pop it on as a little extra today into <laughs> this week's. <laughs> oh, he's shut the other door. Oh. Spoil sport. <laughs> Very unsporty. In fact, that's the first time during a podcast that somebody's gone off for a wee. No, I, I've been. Um, Actually, attending a fruit and veg show today, a very yeah. very small one. Um, well, yeah, is is that one that's that's in the basement of the church? Thing? Yeah, that's under under strip lighting, which is a bit. A bit but weird. it brought me back to as we were originally at the, at the beginning of the program, we were going to mm. ask what type of vegetable you'd be. Yeah, and decided we couldn't get much comedy out of it. Yeah, but Lisa said that everyone always says carrots. Mm. Really? Apparently so. It's one of those questions. You know, think of a number. Everyone says seven. Think of a vegetable. Apparently, everyone says carrot. Yeah, that's weird. I would have. I, I never would, say seven or carrot. I would have said marrow. Yeah, just weird. I, I quite like the uh, marrows are just funny. Technically, that's a fruit, though, isn't it? With the seeds on the inside. Oh, you see, I'm not educated enough. You see, that's my problem. Would you actually reject that as an answer then? I would. I would reject that. And say, so think of a vegetable. It says marrow. You know, that's a Fuck fruit. Off. That's a goddamn fruit. Swat. Yeah. Uh, well, that's me buggered as well because I was going to say cucumber. Uh, that's mm. a fucking fruit, Tom. What's a yeah, dude. what's a kumquat? <laughs> that's a fruit. That's a fruit. <laughs> It's a fruit and slightly rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and he's got up again, and that's why the rattling noise. Yes. Wee. What classy delight have you got Sorry this time? Sorry, I was just fetching bottle number two of sugary alcoholic piss. Yeah, I, I'm, I've actually got to the point now that my blood is so full of sugar, yeah. I'm beginning to turn into candy floss. Wow. And here's as well, actually. This is also, yes, VS, Ooh, vodka sorted lemon. <laughs> The last one was tropical, apparently. Was it? Wow. Yeah. A totally tropical taste. How near to the tropics do we think they had ever got? Not very. Do they still drink Umbongo in the Congo, do you think? Not You'd hope sure. so, wouldn't you? People's Republic of Congo. Do you reckon that's all they drink? I hope so. I think it should be, because is, is, is it a, like some dubious dictatorship over there or something? Yeah. I, I think it should be mandated that everyone <laughs> has to drink. Only Umbongo. Wouldn't it be really nice to find out that the Republic of Congo's only export was Umbongo? <laughs> it would be great. A big, big fact It'd be even of better Umbongo. to find out that their national anthem was the Umbongo song. Yeah. Umbongo, and how are they on the Umbongo, coast? They, <laughs> the they just have big tankers full yeah. of Umbongo yeah. setting off for all corners of the world. Well, they probably, if you went there, all, all the locals would be really thirsty and grumpy because there isn't any Umbongo left. Because the evil dictatorship government has packaged it all up and sent it to the... Uh, Sent it to the first world. That's it. They're all drinking Five Alive and really annoyed about it. (laughs) (laughs) What, Five Alive? The new drink. But yeah, that was my most... The last time uh, when I was in Edinburgh the week, it was a great moment when I was on the bus back to my digs and I looked out the window and sat on the pavement was a ginger-haired bloke drinking I'm Brew. Wow. And I thought... Do they just employ this sort of bloke just to stand there and sit there? It was probably a performance piece. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually some, some black-haired student from London. Yeah. He was bleached and dyed his hair ginger. Yeah. It was to just, you know, improve the stereotypical look of, of the place. Mm. If you'd have spoken to him, all, his only line would have been, see you, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps a <laughs> Russ Abbott um, yeah. T-shirt on as well. Yeah. yeah. He probably had a tamashanta in his pocket. <laughs> there was there was selling those with the, with a the ginger wig in, inside. Oh, God, who was buys it? those? He probably snipped the ginger wig from out of the tamashanta, <laughs> yeah. put that in his pocket, and put the wig on his head. <laughs> Scottish people who aren't actually ginger buy them. 
to go and they're following the football abroad. Uh, well, people won't believe they're, gin- they're, they're Scottish otherwise, yeah. should they? I got you. Yeah, they, up until that part, until they find one of these, they're sitting there crying, feeling yeah. left out of their culture <laughs> through not being ginger. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way that when you're walking around the city and um, just seeing people in these things. Now, it's a weird thing. I wouldn't generally go to another country or another city and then just try and take the piss out of the locals. I wouldn't go to Liverpool and put a, a Scouse Harry Enfield wig on and a moustache and walk around going, all right, all right, because that would be considered rude. And you know no, that's, what that's, that's not why you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it because you'd get knifed to death yeah. in yeah. about 30 seconds. And you know what the Liverpoolians are? They'll just ban you from the city from even saying mm. anything nasty about them. And then you'll have to come back and make some heartfelt apology on television about yeah. it. Uh, can yeah. I just say now that Liverpool is a fucking shithole? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> go on, and, then. I never have to go, then. Liverpool is a fucking shithole. <laughs> As is Milton Keynes. Well, I've never yes. been to Milton Keynes. Ban me from Milton Keynes. Mm. Go on. I quite like Milton Keynes. Yeah. How? How yeah. can anyone like Milton Keynes? Well, I only, I only saw a little bit of it, and it was one of those bits where, I mean, it, it was like in the business district anyway. But what I really liked about it was all those like pavements that go underneath the roads. That's freaky. Oh, yes. It looks like what? you're driving through a, ro- a ghost town that they've lowered all the pavements. And so as you're driving along, <laughs> you've just got these grass banks and it looks like there's no one around. And so there's no pedestrians at the side of the road because That's they're it. all lower oh, oh, than oh, the road. It's oh, horrible. Oh, yeah, but no, I'm, an, I'm a, non- a driver. And for me, uh, as a pedestrian, the fact that I didn't have to wait for any cars uh, at all and I could just walk where I wanted was fine. I really appreciated that. What, what and that was, was how really, it was designed, apparently. So, you know. Yeah, what was really creepy, though, was I went to visit a friend there who lived in Wolverton at the time, some outskirt of, of Milton Keynes. It was like the Wolvercote Tongue. Yeah, and you'd get to a roundabout and you'd look at the signs and it'd go, yeah. Wolverton, left, Wolverton, straight on. Wolverton, right, yeah. because it's just on a fucking grid system it- and you can go there anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't actually have a clue where you were going. Every road apparently went to Wolverton, every fucking roundabout. Well, so it is it like that, that old uh, adage, is all roads lead to Wolverton. That's right. I reckon what happens is uh, that all those underground passes are just full of people being raped and pissed on. <laughs> because <laughs> that's all that happens in underground pa- we know that we, we all get into there we can smell the piss uh, and the rape that's it oh that's <laughs> and the rape because that's what we think is going to happen we're going to get in there we're going to be mugged we're going to be raped yeah um, you do you just go down there and you go bloody hell it stinks of rape down there. that's it God, all that rape again good old going back to ginger apparently there's somewhere up north I don't know fucking where it was on the news the other day there's having somewhere. ginger fest and, and there's Ooh, like ginger a, beer, there's wow. ginger cake. Um, yeah, they're both good no. things. With this they are, that's not the point. I'm sure this wasn't just Mardi Gras. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Someone's put out an art display of photographs of ginger people trying to say how attractive they are. Well, I don't mind a bit of ginger. Um, I, I really, really like ginger lasses. Yeah, I do. But I've got a horrible suspicion that it's just through unrequited lust. Because I used to go with this ginger lass, and I only went out for about three weeks because she was off to join the Navy, and we both knew it was going to be a short relationship. And we didn't have sex. Mm. And she explained this to me on the grounds that we weren't going to have sex because it would have been unfair. Oh. And to this day, I don't know to whom she was referring. <laughs> you might have seen my yeah. ginger pubes, and your yeah. penis would have actually grown back into your body yeah. with complete shock. But no, I, I, I like a bit of ginger. And I, 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 I like a bit of ginger because of the, the first time I saw a ginger bloke naked, and I like pale skin, you see. I'm a pale skin lover. Ah. I don't like, I don't like, I'm not really, I don't, actually, I'll quite happily. Yeah, but there's pale skin and then they're sort of translucent. I like olive skin, pale skin, I mean, anything that gives a person uh, alabaster buttocks. Mm. I think I've I've probably just grown up with a male form being in Greek sculpture, Greek sculpture, Greek sculpture, or even even Victorian sculpture. Yeah. Uh, all in alabaster or marble. Yeah. I don't even mind the translucent. There was a girl who used to be a regular down a pub that I was similarly irregular of, who was quite cute, and you could almost see completely through her. Oh, yeah, that's weird and creepy. Mm. Cool. Or should I like that uh, character from Doctor Who that was a, just a flat piece of skin? <laughs> she was more three D than that. All uh, right. As best I could tell through the clothes, she had boobies and everything. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Apparently women do have those things. Mm. I read it on the internet. (laughs) I've seen them. I'd love to create a a website on the internet which was very innocent stuff. 
It's like, do women really have boobies? <laughs> FAQ. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> do they, they have different winkies to us? Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. Inside out winkies. I think, they, I think they're quite good. <laughs> I thought they were just really well, tiny winkies. Uh, what, what, yeah. What, what, oh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm re- recently reading uh, Richard Herring's book, Talking Cock. Mm. And um, it was just basically saying. How the, how the clitoris is essentially a penis that not not fully developed penis because of the, because of the how it's all changed in the womb uh, and how nipples etc you know you know the thing yeah how um, and he said next time a woman says you've got a small penis just tell her that it's bigger than hers <laughs> well you want to hope it's bigger than hers anyway <laughs> <That's it>. yeah <laughs> which I quite like the uh... I I mentioned my girlfriend before on this who, yeah. who is a doctor has she, she got a bigger she, cock than you. <laughs> If she has, she hasn't shown it to me. She's got it in a in formaldehyde. Yeah. Though. But she she was looking at me, uh, looking at my chest and insisting that I had a possible third nipple. Oh, well, cool. well, See, I... Whip it out. Come on. Scaramanga well, no, you're gonna you're going to be very disappointed. Okay. Bearing in mind, it's only a possible third nipple, but I will oh, show yeah. you. I'm popping if out, you then. can see it from this distance of a yard and a half. <laughs> I, I can't even see my own bottle of Wicked... Other brands are available. Is that that's, but that's apparently, a spot? No, no, something that, that, that large could be a third nipple, because apparently they're not like James Bond, Scaramanga, sort of like the same no. as the other two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're always in a line between the sort of um, axis of the elbow. Yeah. No, not the elbow. The armpit. armpit. The armpit. <laughs> don't know your armpit grind. from your elbow. Yeah? yeah. So they're always sort of down that line. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. and a lot of people have them. I don't know. But you say in order to test, Lily Allen's got a third nipple. In order to test yeah. whether I had one, yeah, she'd have to biopsy it. Given the size of it, anymore. it, yeah, to find out whether or not it is a third nipple, I would have to lose the third nipple. Yeah, <laughs> what's the fucking point in that? Quite so. That's that's the fun conversations we have in bed anyway. Yeah. I say, do you know... Surely, could you not test it by just twiddling it a bit? It is weird. <laughs> Going out with a doctor, because every now and again she just starts putting bits on me and looking at it <laughs> in a sort of, like, investigative way. Yeah. Oh, I must be telling you... Stop looking at her eyes that says, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Lillian's got a third tit, apparently. It's uh, called her father. Keith Allen, the man who thinks uh, he's comedy, great, <laughs> brilliant, and he's a twat. Um, but uh, I'm not the first person to have said that. <coughs> I wouldn't Pro- say it. Too. Probably people have said it. It, it might better, have been like funny, but it looks like he could kick the shit out of me. Yeah. Yes. He probably couldn't though, because he's just a puffy actor. Although he did, he did, he did um, uh, have a habit. Apparently, this is talking to various comedians. Uh, habit of going round Edinburgh, reviewing shows, and then trying to beat people up afterwards. Right. Well, nice. Because he, he reviewed them all when he was pissed. Yeah. So yeah. Is that allegedly. Oh, no. Are you staking your reputation on it? 100% true. I, I, I think it is true. I think, I think it may be true. But I'm alleging that at the moment. No, for, these, for these podcasts, we usually get um, sort of prepare for them and read the papers and all the rest of it. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I opened the copy of The Star or The Mirror or The Sun or something and didn't see Lily Holmes' tits. This morning? Or no. This, this yeah, afternoon. apart from that. There was a copy on the table at the works, not a sign. At the yeah. public house. Blimey. No, because they are usually all over the red tops, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Well, the sport, the sport did a nice little compilation page, mm. weren't we? Yes, I saw that one. It's quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the various bizarre hair colours. Yeah, she looks nicer with dark hair. Everyone yeah. looks nicer with dark hair. I quite liked when it was pink. Dark oh, hair yeah. and glasses. In my hair. Mm. Dark hair, glasses, yeah. and a nice little school uniform. <laughs> or is that just me? Yes. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just you. <clears throat> From my point of view. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even like to see a brother. I didn't even bother to get downloading naked photographs of him when he did Equus. I did. I did with. Well, actually, I did with uh, Harry Potter. Um, the, the, oh, right. Is he? Is he nice nude? He's, he's it not bad. bad actually. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a full photograph, a full frontal photo of him uh, yeah. against the horse. Nice, <clears> nice, reasonably sized toddy. You can see. Right. It, see it's, it's, had, he, had he cheated and tugged himself a semi jerky? No, it wasn't that big. It, it was. A, it was a grower, not a shower. Um, all right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was all right. But then again, I, I still felt a bit bad because it's when you see these little kiddies. <clears throat> 
um, uh, you know, are doing the Harry Potter films. You don't, you don't want to be thinking of them in a sort of sexual sense. It's, no, uh, but as they've got uh, older, you have big, sort yeah, of You've yeah. never watched one of those yeah. with our mate Rick Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <he did. laughs> Blimey, yeah, even from the first one. Ooh, that is a bit creepy. <laughs> but surely, given your newly revealed love of Ginge, you'd be more into the uh, the, the Weasleys rather than... Your grint. I, actually, I do like your grint. Um, oh he's getting <coughs> slightly cuter. Is it? Is it? Yeah. yeah. We couldn't get any less cute. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Um, but yeah, but, but certainly I, I wouldn't mind a bit of the grint. That's quite nice. Um, that's probably illegal <laughs> in the world. Nah, he's bound to be old enough now, isn't he? He's I think so, yeah. Wasn't he They're all about 30 now. <laughs> I, think, I think he's was actually... He? I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he, no, he's, he's actually... I think he's, he's nearly 20, actually. Now. Oh, there you so, go. There we go. Um, Fill your boots, son. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon... Then, then, we were discussing this earlier, weren't we? Uh, we were discussing the idea... Of, I don't know if... I think it might be a bloke thing that... When, when we are looking at somebody in a pub or uh, across a room or on television and we go, I would. Yeah. The fact that they may not particularly want you to... Never crosses your mind. No. It's per, it's just from your point of view that if you had the chance, you would. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, Mr. Grint would be on there that, on that list. <laughs> um, I, I, don't think, I don't think Mr. Radcliffe would be. Yeah, I reckon. No, no. Well, from what you were saying earlier, I thought he would be. No, no. He looked, he looked good on those those artfully done pictures, but still, not really my thing. I don't know. It's uh, mm, fair just, enough. Just does what I think. I'm quite picky. That's the thing. In fantasy, you can be as picky as you like. Yep. Mm. I keep getting. Well, no, I don't keep getting mistaken for Daniel Radcliffe or Harry Potter. What I keep having is pissed up arseholes pointing mm. at me, going, huh, "Harry Potter," because I have short, dark hair and wear glasses. Yeah. That's because they're. And that's obviously cuss. enough in their heads yeah. to make me look the spit <laughs> of the wizard. Mm. I mean, I, I keep getting. I, I can't, I've been called over the last few months James May. James May? Yeah. At least he's quite cool. Yeah, I think if he'd called me Brian May, that would have been worse. That would have been yeah. terrible. I'd have had to have gone. And at least I'd rather James May than Peter Mandelson, which is something else you've been called. Oh, in the God, past yeah. To. That's true. Oh. And I did see a photograph of myself the other day back then when I was very quite thin, wasn't I? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, it was during the 90s, so I'd, I'd gone for the what I thought was the fa- Fox Mulder haircut. <laughs> uh, so, God, I mean, just to take me ages to get that just right. Yeah. God, I, I mean, think the lesson there, kids, is just because David Duchovny can carry it off doesn't mean you can. <laughs> That's it. And because I was quite thin, I did just look like um, Peter Mandelson. <laughs> <laughs> uh... It's just not the look you were aiming for, <laughs> is it? <laughs> so now, now deceased uh, chap used to uh, tell me regularly when I went into his pub. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Peter Mandelson. <laughs> that David Duchovny is addicted to sex. Really? Yeah. I, d- I don't think that's an addiction, I was though. Trying to, I was trying to figure yeah. out how this differs to me. Because I'm sure if I had his money, I'd be addicted to sex, too. Yeah. Totally <laughs> Whereas as it is, you're just addicted to wanking over free internet porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you don't you don't have to go into a clinic no. to no, you don't cure get a month, yourself. You don't get that. a month in the priory for that, do you? Although I did read, I read somewhere, and it was probably a broadsheet, that uh, broadsheet. pornography is more addictive than heroin. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I can believe that. I've got loads of porn hip, and no heroin at all. So. <laughs> hip hooray that it's free. <laughs> yeah. That sort of brings me back to the cucumber. The reason I was going to say, if I had to be a particular fruit or vegetable, Good link. it would have been a cucumber <laughs> off of one of my videos. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't imagine why you'd want to with a cucumber, because I've got these tiny little hairs that are a bit prickly. You'd shave it first. Would you? Or you, wax it, I'm my, assuming. My, my, you know a lot about this. <laughs> you're, best well, with, you're best with a now, cucumber. Now I am aware that they have spiky no, hairs got, on, I'm guessing you They've got tiny little hairs as well. Well, courgettes do. I don't think yeah. cucumbers do, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I've noticed with the courgette. I mean, really? I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, whenever I've prepared yeah. cucumber for food, I have never, whilst slicing it up, thought, oh, it's a bit prickly and airy. Mm. Yeah. I've yeah, thought well. that, yeah, there's little bubbles that are a bit sharp. Really? Yeah. Is, it, is it that you don't notice with your hands, just on your more sensitive parts? Maybe so, yeah. yeah. Did, did, yeah. How did you know that then? Um, <laughs> um. Just sat on a courgette or something. <laughs> I sat on it, Doctor. <laughs> yes. yes, I sat on the uh, the Beano Annual 1976. Yeah. I came out of the shower wearing nothing but a towel, and I slipped and fell upon this cucumber. <laughs> Which had been placed upright by my wife. Yeah. In, in an erroneous attempt. 
to grow it taller. <laughs> it's going to be one of the few things that makes a A and E work just bearable. Yeah. <laughs> Things, yeah. things up people's bottom. Things, yeah. things that people fell on. There, there's an entire television series called that. <laughs> Sky could have made a killing just doing yeah. things up uh, people's bottoms. A friend, a friend of some friends is a uh, a casualty doctor. Yeah. And I think I've said before that, that they've had a, a, a gentleman come in with a Gant aftershave bottle rammed up there. <laughs> now, now anyone who uses Gant aftershave is going to know that that bottle is square. Whoa, that's oh, just weird. Why would you show the embarrassment of going into A&E with a glass bottle shoved up your ass is going to be way more than walking into Ann Summers and buying a butt plug. Yeah. Does it? But, uh, and as well, if you wanted something up your bottom, surely you could think, you could find in an average house something more suited to the task than a square bottle. Perhaps what was this? a courgette. Well, the thing was that it wouldn't come out, obviously, through various... Yeah, well, I suppose the corners were locked in. Yeah, and, and, and as other people came in, he sort of went down the priority list until eventually yeah. he had to have a major, major operation to get that out. Because yeah. they would. had to go through the front to get it. Whoa. Oh, oh, it was, apparently it was really horrid and he had to have like ages off work for major surgery oh how would you tell you how could you tell for... you couldn't mm. oh yeah sorry I had an aftershave bottle shoved up my ass can you not can you not use yeah, like uh, chest retractors on someone's bottom to hold it open enough to get something out know. probably we just stretch it too much and they become sort of ainly uh, what, what is that it's not incompetent incontinence incontinence yeah <laughs> Well, well, that's perhaps, like the but, you know, that's the risk. You, uh, yeah. yeah. You'd at least give them the option, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, major operation or perhaps or a bit of a leaky bum hole for, <laughs> for a few weeks. Yeah. The book plug. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you an NHS <laughs> book plug. Don't come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can they not hit him on the tummy with hammers to break it into smaller chunks and then just pull it out like that? <laughs> I don't know. But g- given that it was, like, aftershave, which would have been alcohol, that would really fucking sting, mm. wouldn't it? Oh, oh yeah. You know, we want that on the inside, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Sterilise it, though. Oh. Yeah. It's grim. nice smelling poo yeah. for quite a while. <laughs> I think people yeah. do for, for sexual kicks. So. Yeah. Oh, whoa! There you go, my... Well, that's the beginning of the next podcast for you. What's the most interesting thing you've ever rammed up your ass? <laughs> yeah. Was it Sarima McKellen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I'm, I'm going to get my second bottle now. So you've been nursing that empty one for quite a while. I'm I surprised you haven't started in it. Why couldn't somebody tell me I'd be nursing it? I thought I was nursing a fool. Uh, I must be over here. Uh, Did you not notice the, the oh, lack of shit. the lack of oral <laughs> satisfaction when you brought it up to your lips? Well, I've now got the uh, uh, the well-known brand of sugary-inducing shit. Um, yeah, I've got the original. No, the, the original version was the Iron Brew. Yeah, I thought it was. That was what was in the Zoo Bar in Halifax mm. all those years ago. But now they're saying this red one is also original. So. But it's the original red one. There wasn't any other red one like that before that one. Is that Tizer then? Oh, God, that smells foul. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, I can smell that from Actually, me. Actually, that vodka and Tizer work quite well. Orange WKD was the first. I don't care what anyone says. Can I have a go? Oh. That smells from That's here. bitter. Oh, do you want to go with that lemon one? It's pretty foul. But... Oh, I want to go with that one. That's quite nice, actually. That uh, well, we, we, oh, blimey, is it just nice in comparison to this red stuff? That's actually, that's quite nice. It, 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 because the last one was quite sweet. Like, this one's full of citric acid, I this, think. Yeah, yeah, this this one smells of cherry flavours. Oh, it's not quite to nice, say though. it smells of cherries. It smells no. of what cherry things smell of yeah. when people attempt it to make a bit them like taste cherry like cherry lips. That sort of almost scenty sort of sweetness. Oh God, it's got. Jesus, it's got a mouth-stripping aftertaste, though. Yeah. No, I quite like that. Uh, <laughs> I was interested. Drink you, you it. You exactly sold just it to me. Drink it. it. I might just stick to my single malt. Drink it. Ooh. Hey, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that is a bit foul. Glad it's not mine. Wow, Enjoy. There you go. Uh, right, so um, bon, bon appetit. So I'm, I'm going to attempt this. Oh god, I can not keep knocking the microphones. I keep forgetting it's not got the little shock, absor- shock absorbing properties of our proper microphones. Yeah, and I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to recite some um, uh, Coleridge Taylor 
uh, while drinking this, and I'm going to see if I can actually get to the end of the first stanza without uh, without dying. Okay, here we go. In Xanadu did Kublai Khan a stately pleasure dome decree where Alf the sacred river ran to caverns measureless to man. Here we go. Down to a sunless sea where thrice five Walls and caverns were girdled round, and there were gardens bright, with sinuous rills, and blossomed many an incense burning tree, and folding sunny spots of greenery. No. Oh. <coughs> no, that's horrible. Yeah. It didn't. It did seem to do funny things to you. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> in what sense? Funny. <laughs> yeah, funny, peculiar. Uh, Nasty. Not in the least not. bit funny. No, <laughs> no. It wasn't uh, an exercise in comedy. It was just an experiment. What? Wow, that is... The... Jesus, I'll say that for this lemon stuff. It loosens the phlegm. <laughs> uh, that's what they said about Gary Glitter. It really cleans your pipes out. Of course, Gary Glitter... Yeah. Back, is, he, is he back? Yeah. He's back in the UK. Mm. Hey, wow. Um, lots of people wanting him tagged, but... That's been done in another podcast. But yeah, he's back and he's possibly doing something exciting. Don't know what. I don't really care anymore because, you know, he he just keeps wanting to go to various Asian countries. Yeah. Don't know why. <clears throat> Couldn't imagine why. Because well, you know, if he's putting money into their economies, why not, eh? Yeah, we're putting something into their children. But... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, as, as we did... I mean, they're not charging enough to make it worth their while. Whose fault's that? It's not his... <laughs> yeah, I should go to Thailand again. You sick fuck. <laughs> oh god. What time is it? It feels like it's in the middle of the night. It, is the middle it almost of the night. is. It's nearly nine. Nine o'clock at night, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Wow. We normally do this about what twelve o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. Morning, mate. <laughs> oh. Twelve noon. Oh, God, I was usually pissed then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the last podcast was great because we got pissed on Cassini <coughs> before we even started. That was good. Yeah, it was a good one, wasn't it? So, yeah, we, did, we didn't really talk about the last podcast, the uh, the closing ceremony of the Olympics, mainly because we did it the day before. But uh, what did <coughs> th- everybody think of Boris in that? Did you see it or did you not? I, I didn't see it. I didn't so. see the handover because did he actually do an official sort of shake hands machine something? I saw him walking what? down a, a carpet yeah. with some oriental looking chap he did, he sort did. of waving bemusedly <coughs> to the crowd. That's it, yeah, he, did, he didn't actually do any sh- handshake. They, they, they handed the flag over but they, they've been a bit harsh to poor old Boris <coughs> because the guy, um, the uh, Chinese guy, took the flag first of all and waved it around and got wrapped up in it. And then they, ha- then, they ha- then they handed it to the uh, the Olympics guy, who then waved it around and got a bit wrapped up in it. <laughs> but while this was going on, poor Boris, not being you know particularly comfortable with himself, we didn't know quite what to do with his hands. Uh, he didn't quite know what was going on. I don't think. And uh, they eventually handed him the flag, <coughs> and he waved it around and got wrapped up in it. <laughs> so of course everybody went, "Oh, Boris." Boris the Twat has got wrapped up in the flag. What a complete cunt. Although, actually, they didn't pick up on that. They picked up on the more for the fact he was waving at people from the podium. What's wrong with that? Yeah, he was, he was, he was being quite busy. <clears throat> going, hello. If you're on the podium, use your time well. Make make the most of it. Wave at people. Surely that's what you do when you're on a podium, isn't mm. it? You're on a podium so that people look at you, and when they're looking at you, go, hello. Yeah, that's what, and that's what podiums are <clears throat> for. He should have just arbitrarily picked someone and done the sort of finger and uh, thumb and little finger call me gesture. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it look even more friendly and intimate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and start blowing kisses at them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, and then he walked off, and he was, he was quite, oh, quite jovial because I quite like. Uh, I like old Boris. Anyway, I think we've got to the end of the uh, poddy now, so I think from uh, all of us here in Sorby Bridge, mm. I think we're all going to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was the Gentleman's Review podcast presented by Lisa Goddard, Andrew Wilson, Tom Stringfellow and Martin Wolfenden. And it was produced by a small shriveled carrot. For more information about this podcast, go to www.thegentlemansreview.com. 